How's it going? This is, huh? this is huh? Double Dash Jump. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Any Button, the gaming podcast brought to you by the Double Dash co-founders, because Jono's in a better place still. Still. There's white. It's not clouds. It's snow. He's in Canada. Although, but free healthcare. Free healthcare, yeah. Um, I am the very serious... No, I'm the master of the very serious jokes. Mott or Matt. Please call me Matt. Don't call me Mott. It makes me sad. <laughs> and I'm Ben. There we go. Easy. Um, so I'll let you start off. What's our very first news article today? Uh, PlayStation Now has been expanded. It's just been announced on the US PlayStation blog that it's going to include... PS4 games to its previously backwards compatible type PS3 streaming service. Uh, I think it was about 486 games that they've got currently on that service and they're expanding it for PS4 games. I'm so sad. Why are we not in America? Yeah. Um, Yeah, so this is pretty good for the people that never played like Bloodborne or Killzone or any of the early... Like, PS4 exclusives. Knack. Yeah, Knack. Gotta get that Knack. Game of the Year edition. Um, but yeah, it's... If you're... I think this is in response to this similar uh, Xbox the, yeah, Game Pass the game that pass. we talked about. Yeah, pretty interesting that It's very competitive almost as well. Like, Oh, and in the US at least. Well, yeah. I mean, there's no point for this service coming to Australia because the internet's so slow, you wouldn't get anywhere. Because I believe it's, um, is it cloud? It's one what? of them. It's either PS Now or the Xbox Game Pass. I'm pretty sure uses that whole cloud That's computing thing. PS Now. Yeah, so... You Xbox Game Pass lets you download, download it, it straight to it. So it definitely wouldn't work here if you're streaming an entire game. Probably no, not going to work. Probably not. Uh, but I think it's still the same price. I don't think there's... They haven't bumped up the price, so I think it's $60 a month or something. It's pretty hefty. But, I mean, you get all those games essentially for free. It's like a Spotify, like I said. You get all access to everything, and you don't have to buy it all individually, which I guess, depending on how much you use it or don't use it, can either make it cheaper or more expensive. Yeah, definitely like... Uh... EA's mm. um, preview, where that's probably the first one of this. That's just on the. Um, that's obviously just PC games. Whereas uh, that's the EA access works on Xbox as well, and that gives you like the what Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> Mass <laughs> Effect on Andromeda early access. It gets you a few different. Why don't we get this? I want this on my PlayStation. <laughs> Why? Ah, oh, I I do have. I actually it's access now. I, th- I think so. Yes, and I got it because I'm like I haven't touched Mass Effect at all, and um, so I I'm like I could buy, you know, all these games racking up mm. about two fifty, or monthly pass, and then Legend of Zelda came out, and I haven't touched it at all. No, but. Speaking of Mass Effect, probably one of our best segues. Yeah. Uh, early impressions uh, out. <laughs> that did not. That went way too far. Yep. Uh, and any gaming site, unfortunately, not ours because we haven't 
Gotta say. Ap- applied for press passes or anything. Uh, any gaming site with access to uh, review copies are doing early impression reviews. So they're going, oh, this is the first couple of hours. This was what we think. I think this comes down to some sort of weird wording in the review embargo, which allows them to do this and talk about the game before the embargo for the actual review goes up. Yeah, so it's like in a contract, obviously it says somewhere, you know, you you can't review it, but somehow there's a clause so everybody's able to play it and tell everyone. Um, People have been live streaming it, haven't they? I do believe so, and people with the EA Access early thing have had a bit of a play with it. I think it's on the first planet EOS. Oh, yeah. Um, Of course, there's the whole controversy now with uh, facial bugs not living up to how it should be, and then there's a whole argument, well, Fallout 4 and Skyrim have these exact same bugs and you love this, but not Mass Effect. Um, A popular piece that was written by John Walker and is being passed around from uh, Rock Paper Shotgun paints the game in a very unfavourable light. Yeah. Um, That being said, there's a lot of game reviewers and commentators on the industry, such as Jim Sterling and Zero Punctuation, who do the exact same thing. I'm not sure if that's what he's trying to do and it's being lost in that his medium is text rather than spoken word yep it's very hard to convey uh, a sarcastic anger or a tone with just text Mm. Um, but yeah you looked more into this Uh, however an account argue article got uh, passed around on twitter which I uh, found by Paul Tassie over at Forbes.com he points out the broad stroke sort of problems with these early review copies being that these reviewers have to pretend that they've only played the first few hours when they put out this early impressions um, rather than how far they actually are. So they could have played the entire game. I assume that there's a difference between the EA Early Access well, like, one yeah. and... The, well, okay, they could have played the entirety of the preview that they've got, yes. but they have to... They've put on this facade that they've only played so much. Because they can only talk about that. Um, Tassie obviously points out that, uh, but your impressions of how the game, its story, and its systems work change over time. So you really just have to reference how they feel in that moment. Um, He also goes on to talk, in his next dot point, he talks in, in this instance again, EOS was the wrong plan to start on in it. Its initial form is covered with radiation, so you cannot go many places. Without getting into specifics, this is not accurately representative of either the full scope of EOS or other planets that are less restrictive slash more interesting. I guess it's that sort of linear Zelda path where you, yeah, so you, oh, you can't go into this area until you've got the boomerang. Yeah, you this can, item. You know, and in sequences like that, the old Legend of Zelda, um, you know, we, we never said it was bad because you didn't have the specific item. That's, that's the interesting thing, I think, about this is, you know, there's this artificial roadblock that's been put into the game. And, like, I don't like mean a small to, tree. Yeah, yeah, small tree. You need to learn cut. It, slash doesn't work. It's got to be cut. Um, but 
What I've noticed is that Mass Effect has actually got quite a lot of flack uh, in comparison when you look at all the other games. There's a lot of games that have changed their formula completely off the top of my head. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is completely different. And we've had Resident Evil, which has also totally changed its pace. And it's looking that Mass Effect Andromeda is a step away from uh, the old Mass Effect formula. But it's getting hit in a negative way. Maybe I haven't played the original ones. I remember getting Mass Effect 3 and just playing multiplayer and realizing that it was buggy as shit. Yeah. I spent most of the time falling continuously through the sky, through the fall, and then starting again. Beautiful. Um, Next doc point is, it is impossible to fully judge characterization in a Mass Effect game when you get a few conversations and cutscenes with various characters in the first few hours. Sure, they can make a bad first impressions, and there can be bad lines here and there, but I would... Would I have been raving about Garrison... Ashley and Caden in the first three hours of the original Mass Effect? Probably not. Sure, they're iconic now, but it's way too early to judge stuff like that. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking as well. Again, I we haven't played any of the Mass Effect. That's our entirety between both of us of the Mass Effect world that we know. But of Andromeda that I've read up, it's that, you know, all the characters the whole point of the game is to get to know all these characters and that, you know, the character with the least amount of uh, word, (laughs) script, dialogue. There we go. I got there in the end. Uh, The character with the least amount of dialogue in Andromeda supposedly has more dialogue than the character with the most amount of dialogue in Mass Effect 3. So, you know, it's a very shallow pool to have bad first impressions of these Mm. characters when there is so much more to them. I believe that uh, the Telltale games sort of spawned out of the original concept of Mass Effect, having different uh, conversation options and that actually branching out and making that butterfly effect, which then made its way into Telltale games, into games like... Um, I can't remember. <laughs> like some games. Um, um, the one with the butterfly had the hourglass... Oh, you're thinking of Until Dawn? Yes. Okay. I'm like, I know that there are games. I also am completely blanking, but you've got something. Yeah, like Until Dawn, there's, there are a lot of games. Obviously, <laughs> I'm struggling to name a few. But yeah, there seems to be games that have that fork in the road style mm. of gameplay. Um, I like Until Dawn better than the Telltale games because Telltale games forks back. Whereas... Yeah. Uh, well, somewhat. Anyway, he, he goes on. He goes on to... Yeah. Certain aspects of the game will dramatically change as time goes on, and trying to figure out if the open world or combat or exploration is good in the first four hours alone is, a, is bad for a game that requires so much investment. For instance, one of my first impressions was that the new Nomad didn't feel like enough... like the Marco to be very fun. Well, 30 hours in, and that has changed significantly. Upgrades and new zones altered that aspect of the game dramatically. Many systems will change for the better, change for the worse, or stay the same. But again, in a game like this, it's hard to judge all of this so early. Just so you know, I'm not sure if you do know. And for the people playing at home that don't know what that is, so the New Nomad and the Mako, they are the land vehicles 
in Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, okay. So that's a that's a whole kind of like section of the game. So oh, so like the car in the Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, exactly. That's a huge right. part of the game. Um, Actually, one of my favorite parts because I could take a break from the game and play my phone every time I just put auto drive. <laughs> auto drive, awesome. But so yeah, obviously um, it's a whole system that's it's different, but mm. it doesn't mean that it's worse. Which is yeah. I mean, things that you th- think you hate going to be your favorite things about the game, or vice versa. Things that you thought you'd love could come out to be things that you hate. I think Breath of the Wild got, got a lot of flack for the uh, how volatile weapons are. And some people really loved it, some really hated it. I really love it. I think it's good, personally. Um, I can see how that would be a... That, that is a fix to an over-encumbrance yeah. issue that I hate, but I'm not sure if I want to be changing weapons every... Well, no, because it's still... I've personally... <laughs> <laughs> to go to quickly delve into uh, Zelda here, I find myself seeing the words you can't you you have too many weapons you can't pick this one up. Mm-hmm. I see that way more than I see your weapon just broke. Mm, so, fair enough. Yeah. Um, are you gonna do the um, Tassie f- finishes off his article saying my advice, and I say we should always remember this, but. Take first impressions pieces with a grain of salt. He says in his own included. Remember how slow the first hours of any of many. Remember how slow the first few hours of many huge RPGs are. If you are playing the early access preview, do not judge the entire game based on EOS. Wait for wait for full reviews to get the better sense of the game. Mine may be late as it is mandatory for me to do all side quests and talk to all the people. Now, I've just put a little note on here because Mass Effect is also, Andromeda has also got a lot of flack for the animations, as you said before. There's a lot of walking animations that are also weird. I'm thinking maybe that's just how people walk in space. You know, the anti, the artificial gravity. Maybe it's a bit weird. We can't judge. It's not that. perfect. It's not perfect. You know, you gotta, you gotta walk a bit like a cowboy. That's okay. It makes sense to me. Um, all right, and our next piece of news. Um, much smaller piece of news. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They they get smaller as we go on. Uh, so, Switch has just come out. Yep. Very few. New IPs, new games at the moment. Uh, you've got one, two, Switch, I think. It's in, I'm not sure if you can call that an IP. I don't think that will get no, a sequel. I'm not seeing one, two, three, Switch in the near future. Uh, but yeah, you've got uh, Zelda, Snipperclips. Which, Snipperclips is a new IP. Zelda is an old IP with a new game. Uh, lots of games that have already been released on previous consoles, such as The Binding of Isaac, which yeah, was out got in 2012, lo- I believe. I forget what they're called. They've got a lot of these Neo-Gaff games. I think that's what they're called. Or Neo-Nindies? No, they're not the Nindies. Nindies is coming out soon. Um, but it's a whole bunch of, basically, ports. Yeah. So, yeah, nothing spectacularly new. But, I mean, if you enjoyed those games and you want to buy them again, that's that. <laughs> Uh, one of those rumored ports that are going to be coming is Super Smash Bros. and Mario Kart, which has already been announced. Yeah. Smash Bros. is... Has it been confirmed? No. Smash Bros. hasn't been confirmed. See, uh, w- it started off with... 
one of the higher-ups in Nintendo have said, you know, that they want every main franchise on every console at least once. Except for Pokemon. <laughs> well, Pokemon's on the handhelds. That's kind of it. Um, but, so that's where we start off with our Super Smash Bros. for the Switch. But there's rumours of a whole new character in Smash Bros. surfaced because the, uh, the Consumer Product Safety Improvement Act has revealed four new Smash Bros. amiibos. Now, three of those are the DLC that have already come out. So we already knew about those. That's uh, Cloud from Final Fantasy, Bayonetta from Bayonetta, and then Corrin from Fire Emblem. So those were all announced in 2016. Really looking forward to the Cloud one. Jen's going to love it. Yes, I am too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they were all announced in 2016 when they became DLC, but they were del- delayed for an unknown reason. But so there were four. So what's the fourth one? That's what we don't know. Is it a new character? Is it just going to be it a... just a new amiibo? I'm, I'm thinking, honestly, negatively, realistically, it's going to be like Gold Mario or something. And it's going to... Platinum Mario because they've got gold ones. Yeah, and it's just going to be like, ah. Uh, but that's where the rumors come from. There's a fourth unknown amiibo. Maybe it's going to come out as a three-year anniversary present uh, because that's September 13. Okay. 2014, so three-year anniversary. Uh, and then, yeah, that's that's just what we have to cling on to. <laughs> right. And for those who are a fan of Archer, like I am, and I think you are too. Yep, sure am. Uh, Archer's coming to Rock Band. We're going to enter the Danger Zone, literally, with Danger Zone. Um so this is all my news because I'm more excited about this. I've got, you know, the whole rock band. I don't band. play rock band. <laughs> the rock band set is right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Archer from FX's Archer is now a playable character in rock band. Uh, is that extra money or is that... Yes, so it is DLC, so you do have to buy it. But it comes with, I believe it is bundled with Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone. So you buy the song and the skin. Yes, I believe that's what it is. Um, also, as Rock Band DLC, speaking of Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, we it's get... very Mass Effect heavy. Yeah, it is. It's, it's just what's coming out. Um, yeah, it's a suit based off of the game, and we have guitars that are based on both the Normandy from the original trilogy... Which is the ship. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. I did not. Yes. And the new ship from Andromeda, which is the Tempest. Oh. And that's... Those are both guitars. So you, you look pretty daft punky with oh. the suit. Nice. And then you've just got a spaceship in your hand that you're playing. Nice. But yeah, that's... Uh, that's the wrap-up for this week. Thank you for watching. It. Subscribe to see more. Yep, there's, there's going to be things on the screen now. Um, yeah, nice shirt, by the way. Oh, thank you. Nice shirt. Yeah, it's really good. I know. This was cool. we didn't plan this. I'm gonna stand up because oh, oh my god, me too. we're never we're never kneeling again. That was just awful. I don't know how females do it. Oh my legs! Thanks for watching. <laughs>